The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix Podcast. Tune in today. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Kia ora tato, this is Toby Manhai with another episode of your friendly local politics podcast, Gone by Lunchtime. What you're about to hear is part of the Gone by Lunchtime Megapod, a 12-hour epic event recorded on September 20 at Spinoff HQ. Enjoy. This is Toby Manhai with the Spinoff 2023 election Megapod, uh, joined now on the line, I hope, from Wellington by Ollie Nice from Policy.nz. Hello, Ollie. Hi, Toby. How are you going? I'm good. It's good to have you here. You um, are one of the geniuses behind Policy.nz, which we're going to talk about in a second. But first, I'm just going to go through a carousel of questions that we're asking every guest on the Megapod today, starting with, if your game... Would you care to guess what the turnout will be at the 2023 election? The, the prize is a box of chocolate fish. Oh, uh, I forgot what it was last time. Last time I'll it was say... 82%, just so you've got some sort of parameters. It was 82% okay. last time, something like that. Okay. And, and it was about, in 2011, it was about 75%. I can't remember exactly. So it's kind of somewhere in that range, likely. I'll go for 78. Okay. 78, just a flat 78, no 78 point anything there. 78.5. Yeah, good. Very good. Good. And, uh, Ollie, do you have a political TV show or film that you like that you would take to a desert island if you could choose one just with, you know, like... Oh, uh, um, election. Election, yeah. the film, election. Okay. Yeah, 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 good. Yeah, election. The documentary. Or was that, was that campaign? Oh, campaign. The you mean the, you mean the, the, the 1996 the one? Do you mean the 1996 one? Or the, that's, that's, what I, that's what okay. I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, the the Tony Story. Yeah, yeah, good shout. And finally... Importantly, we're doing a uh, scientific, robust scientific survey of the level of mojo across Aotearoa, uh, inspired by Christopher Luxon's interest in mojo, or lack of mojo. Personally, Ollie, how is your mojo on a scale of zero to ten? Zero being absolutely no mojo, and ten being teeming with mojo. I'd put it at slandering, so probably a three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, for Ollie yeah. on Mojo, okay, yeah. that's good to know. It's good to know that'll that'll perhaps uh, change the questions I give to you too. I'm going to try and I'm going to try and bring you up to a five by the end of the conversation, if it all works out well. Policy.nz, Ollie, is it like one of those tools, like one of those personality tools, where you answer a few questions and then it tells you who you're going to vote for? Not at all. So, I mean, there are a lot of tools out there like that, um, including in the voting space. But with Policy and Dead, there's no secret algorithm under the hood. Really, all we do uh, is we just do the hard work of reviewing all of the policy documents, the manifestos, mm-hmm. the press releases, the speeches, and summarise it all into easy-to-understand um, summaries um, to help 
um, you know, you and 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 your fa- and your communities um, decides what who's best for you. So there's really no magic to it. Um, it's just mm. making this essential information easier for people to access. So it's boiling down information about policy and also also candidates. That's right. So there's essentially three parts to the tool. There's the the core of it is our policy summaries. So across, I think there's over 80 different topics. Mm. We've got summaries of all of the um, eight largest parties' policies. Mm. Um, and then you can browse by electorate. So you can put in your address. You can see what electorate you're in um, and who all the candidates are that are running in that electorate. Um, and then we've surveyed all of them to get a sense of what their motivations are and what the priorities are for your community. And then the third part of it is summaries of all the registered political parties, or all the parties that are contesting the election. Yeah. And there you can see the full breakdowns of the party lists as well. And I, I guess one of the advantages of Policy.nz is that you can get, in a sense, an unvarnished version of what's on offer. Because obviously when parties present it in press conferences and statements, they're going to put a particular gloss on it. It appears differently in debates, all those sorts of things. But that's... Not easy, is it? The task of trying to pass the material and then to stick it in kind of a an abbreviated form that is also nonpartisan, that is that is as far as possible objective. Yeah, definitely. It's it's I guess the core of what we do, but it is a real challenge. And I think that was a big reason, a big motivation behind creating it in the first place. Right. That you know, not only is the information in all kinds of disparate places, but it's presented often with sort of puff and spin. And so, I mean, a good, a common way you see this is often a party will cite the, I guess, the aspiration as a policy. So, you know, we will stimulate Kiwi businesses to thrive on the world stage, which is really just an aspiration. And then the policy itself is we're going to provide, you know, um, R&D tax credits or we're going to, um, you know, um, cut business tax or or whatever it is. So we, our methodology and its essence tries to focus on what actually is the action um, being proposed here, or sometimes the, the inaction. It's focusing on on that. So that's why when you browse the tool, um, you'll see that the policy summaries always start with a verb. So, mm. you know, increase funding to this agency or cut funding to this or change the law around, around that. How often does a political party or candidate come in and go, hang on a minute, that's not what we meant? Uh now and then, not not as much as you might think. Mm. Um, you know, this election we've probably had comments from maybe three parties. Right. Um, sometimes, uh, and there's been a few times where they've you know right right rightly pointed out that we've you know got something slightly wrong and we've revisited and, and made some changes. There's been other times where parties have got in touch and are just really trying to control the narrative, um, and we've sure. you, know, you know stuck to our summary. Uh, and there's also been times, not this election, but previously when we've had a party actually change their policy after they realised that when it was presented clearly, it was incredibly <laughs> unappealing. I love that. That's not our policy anymore. You got it right, but we don't like it. Um, <laughs> what are you up to now? This <laughs> Nobody is your, likes it. This is your third general election for, for policy.nz's third general election, yeah? Yeah, that's right. So we started in 2017, did 2020, and then have done... Um, two local elections along the way with a detour to Belgium a few years ago as well. Wow. And what what's what's the experience been? What Where, did, where, did the, where was the seed of it? Where, where did the idea come from? Yeah, I mean, the, the real origin is that for me and the people I 
started it with, so Ashra Manuel, Chris McIntyre, and Rachel Reeves. We worked together on this youth election project in 2014. Mm. Um, and as part of that, we thought, well, let's just as an add-on, just create this table that summarises all the policies of all the parties. That should be easy enough to do. We'll get a friend from uni to do that in a day. Mm. Um, <laughs> obviously, that was um, not at all possible, but I think it made us realise that it would be useful to have something like that. And yeah. I think, you know, I personally thought, well, I would love to use something like that. So we set about um, for the 2017 election doing it. Um, back then, we actually started in the ho- a year before reviewing press releases. And uh, it was an incredibly stupid way to do it. We did it all ourselves in big, long Google documents and then mm. manually copy and pasted every every policy onto the website. It was an incredibly stupid way of doing it. But um, for some reason, we did it. And um, now it's got a life of its own, which, is, which has been great to see. And how many people are using it? How, 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 how widespread is, is, is Policy.nz in its reach? It's, yeah, it's, it's been really popular so far. So since we launched um, about um, two and a half weeks ago, we've had essentially 100,000 users, mm-hmm. um, which is on tracking similarly to 2020 when we had about 500,000 users across the whole campaign, mm-hmm. which is very roughly the equivalent of about you know, one in six voters. So it's, it's 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 been really popular, um, and a lot of people are you know are coming to it directly. They're aware of it, mm. um, and people from all kinds of places as well. So we've had a lot of feedback from school teachers. Mm. Um, in the past, we've had a lot of feedback from you know younger people who have said that they didn't feel comfortable voting um, before using the tool. They just felt like they didn't have have enough information. Mm. I mean, I think at the end of the day. There's no minimum requirement for the amount of information you need to vote, but some people definitely do feel that, I think, um, and it can be one one part of the uh, puzzle for giving people that confidence. Yeah. And what sort of things do you notice in there? What other stories does it tell? Like, for example, in the sheer volume of policy that might be from one party versus another? Yeah, it's, it does definitely give you an insight into the different ways parties, different parties use policy. So, mm. like in terms of the number, the sheer number of policies, by far and away the party with most is the Green Party. Um, they, you know, right. the database essentially nearly, nearly a, a quarter of the policies are Green Party policies, followed by National and then Act close behind. And I think, um, you know, for those large but still smaller parties like Green and Act policies are an important way that they actually get into the conversation. You know, if you're Christopher, Chris Hipkins or Chris Luxon, you don't necessarily have to have an announcement to be in the news. But if you're a minor party, you need something for people to talk about. And I think policies play a, play a role in that. Mm. So it's definitely um, one thing. It also gives you, I think, a, a, an insight into what the areas of controversy are. So, you know, in 2020, there were a lot more housing policies than there, were, than there are this election. Right. Um, and I was just looking before at, you know, which of the subtopics has the most policies tagged to it. And I was actually surprised that the, of the subtopics, it's emissions reduction, which is, you know, essentially what we're doing to mm-hmm. combat climate change, mm-hmm. is, is the single topic with the most, which I think is interesting because right. that's, also, that's not the topic that is necessarily most dominant in the media. I mean, criminal justice is second, which is a huge, huge sure. topic. But I think the number the number of proposals around 
So um, is that a kind of, is that an aggregate yeah. you're talking about or does it mean that most of the parties, including ones that are focused on issues that are unrelated to climate change, are now uh, putting policy out there in that field? Yeah, so that's just a total number from across all yeah. parties. Okay. Um, but I think it shows that even even parties that are not you know, necessarily environmentally focused have a lot of policy that is related to the question of emissions reduction. So a lot of agriculture policy this election has in a, a climate overlay to it, you know, whether it's a policy to reduce emissions or it's a policy that's in response to government uh, initiatives to reduce emissions. So I think that shows that you know, that's obviously a topic that's really contentious um, at the moment. Hey, thanks so much, Ollie. Uh, last question for you, a tricky one. What is the URL for policy.nz? Yeah, good question. I mean, I think if you, off the top of my head, if you go to policy.nz, mm-hmm. um, you should be able to find it. Great. Check it out, everyone. Or you can click through from the spin-off. There's a banner on there. I am, uh, as as you know, Ollie, I'm a fawning uh, super fan of policy.nz. I think it's a really, really fabulous, constructive, helpful tool that allows people to, you know, efficiently look through what their options are. And even if you have decided which way you're going to vote, it's really uh, enlightening to go on there and see the way other people are. You can compare them side by side. So, yeah, go and check it out. Thank you so much, Ollie. Thanks, Toby. Thanks, everyone. See ya. That's Ollie Nice from Policy.nz, for which the URL is Policy.nz. I'm Toby Manhai. This is the Election Megapod. We're going to be back before you know it with none other than the man, the myth, Bernard Hickey on the election spin-off, random words and random order, Megapod. Thanks for listening. There's plenty more where this came from on your Gone By Lunchtime feed. Thanks to Jane, Te here, and Samuel and the rest of the team at the spin-off for making the Megapod happen. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited, and of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Is it mad that the world burning is not in our, like, top three concerns? You thought bad news was done, but I'm back with more. And Alice Sneddon's Bad News Saves the World. I finally address the climate crisis and explore why no one cares. Watch it on thespinoff.co.nz. I can see the anxiety starting to emit from you. The Spinoff Podcast Network.